Hey, y'all, just a quick heads up. The episode you're about to listen to is eight to 10 years old. Now, these episodes were intended to be evergreen, and I still believe there's a lot of good information in these early episodes, but I do want to let you know that some of my ideas have evolved over time. Times have changed since we made these episodes, and ultimately, I'd like to think I've grown a lot as an artist and a human and that these don't necessarily represent my best work or the best of the podcast. If you're new around here, I suggest starting with the most recent episode or at least go back to around 300 and move forward from there. Enjoy the episode. illustrator Andy J. Miller. This show is about finding clarity and strategy so that you can maximize your creative career. You can find this show on iTunes or on my site, andy-j-miller.com slash podcast, or on the illustration website, illustrationage.com slash creative pep talk. Without further ado, let's get down to business. Art business. So we got our first factor meals and I am pumped to tell you about them. First off, we absolutely loved them. Delicious chef's kiss for the chef crafted dietitian approved meals that come straight to your door. I can definitely see how when deadlines are out of control or you're in a super busy season, how factor meals can lighten your load while still giving you options like veggie, vegan, and even low calorie. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can even pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. Head to factormeals.com slash peptalk50 and use code peptalk50 to get 50% off. That's code peptalk50 at factormeals.com slash peptalk50 to get 50% off. Hey, everybody. It's the Creative Pep Talk Podcast. How are you guys doing today? I'm feeling pretty fantastic. Um, I'm also feeling kind of like a psychopath because I woke up at 4 a.m. to do the podcast today. I wanted to kick this week off right and get started, get a bunch done before most people got out of their beds. Will I regret it later today? Probably. But... Here I am. I am here ready to deliver the podcast. I'm super excited about today's episode. I feel like sometimes on the podcast, I might unload a crazy amount of information on you. And today, instead of doing that, I wanted to kind of dive deeper into some of the ideas we've already talked about and go on to a different level with those ideas to make them more effective and give more clarity to those ideas that I think are really important. Before we jump into the podcast, let me just give you two quick uh, announcements or news bits. Number one is that the Patreon is doing super well. Uh, The 
patrons keep going up. If you want to go back the podcast financially, you can go to patreon.com slash creative pep talk. Now, one note is that right now I'm only allowing 10 people to back the podcast at the $10 level, which is paying $10 per episode of the podcast. And with that, one of the things you get is a portfolio review slash strategy review, which I evaluate your portfolio. I ask you some questions and then I think a lot about it. And then I get back to you with my thoughts. And on the $10 tier, you get that four times a year. And with that process, basically, I'm going to say what I think's working, what I think isn't working, and then a challenge for the next season until the next review in the next quarter. So that's the idea. Now, the thing is, there's only one more place for that. So eventually, I might extend that when I get into a rhythm. But right now, I know that it's going to be hard to get to even 10 people. And so I'm just starting to figure that out. And I might raise it up one day, but right now the, there's one one place left. Um, you know, today after day today that might be gone. So just to let you know, that's going awesome. Thank you to my patrons. You guys are awesome, uh, and I and I have been really enjoying the community that started there. The interaction that I've had with you guys has been super awesome. So thank you for that. My second thing, I have a little contest from a sponsor called Baron Fig. They make uh, really great sketchbooks for creative people, and they have partnered with the Creative Pep Talk podcast thanks to Daniel Fischel for connecting us. He's an awesome illustrator. You should go check his work out. Baron Fig has given me some different prizes to give away as promotional items on the podcast, and so here's what we're going to do. This week, I'm going to be giving away one of their confidant uh, sketchbooks and it's got the dot grid on the paper and it's really nice. It comes in a nice hard uh, box and I will post that to the selected winner. And here's the contest. I want you to either draw something or take visual notes to this episode of the podcast. This episode is the pencil is the path. Draw something or take visual notes Take a picture of it or scan it, put it on Instagram, and tag me in the picture. My Instagram handle is Andy J M L L R. Tag me in it, and you can say something about the episode or whatever, and you can talk about the podcast and share it. I will select one winner, and I will send you the confidant Baron Fig sketchbook in the mail. That is the deal. Now... I have more to give away, and we're going to do different things each time, but that's the first contest, so get on that. All right, let's get into the content for today. Today's episode is called The Pencil is the Path. So if you're not familiar with the pencil and the stone idea, that's from a few episodes ago. You can listen to this podcast, and it stands on its own, but if you want to dive deeper into this or you want to know more about that, go back to the episode, The Pencil and the Stone, or go to my blog where there's even more details on the pencil of the stone in the stone, and that'll give you some more information about this idea. Today, though, I wanted to explain more about what I meant 
by the pencil and the stone and how you can get the most out of this idea and how you can get the most clarity and effectiveness by looking at this and looking at your path and your creative career in the way that gets you the most out of it, that helps you feel the most fulfillment and enjoyment as you go along and also gets the best results. So I wanted to kick it off with just a little disclaimer about logic versus magic. This is an idea that I came up with a long time ago, and then I read about it in Stephen Pressfield's Art, no, War of Art, I almost said it wrong again, The War of Art, that book, he talks about the same idea, it's something I've had on my mind for a long time. It's this idea that lots of people like to look at the world through the lens of logic, through rational thought. Everything is practically uh, there. It's everything that you can see in the observable universe. That is what there is, and there is nothing else. There are lots of other people that see the world completely on the other side of the spectrum. They see everything as magic. Nothing is excluded from being pushed and pulled and nudged by spiritual mysterious forces that play on our universe and that the most important things in the world are the invisible things. And I've said to you before in the podcast that I probably lean towards the magic side. However, I feel probably most comfortable holding both in tension. Everything is magic. Everything is logic. And I Wanted to give you this disclaimer. Today, I'm going to talk in a lot of metaphor. I'm going to talk about some seemingly mysterious or spiritual ways, and I don't want that to put you off if you don't see the world that way. Everything that I say can be seen as a practical uh, a metaphor that is maybe a mysterious metaphor that it's explaining a practical truth or you can go ahead and push it a little bit further and believe that there is more to it than practical truth or there's a deeper layer. Whatever you want, you take. Whatever you don't want, leave. But I try to hold that intention. I try not to talk about things that don't have practical application, that don't have physical practical truth in this world, not just some, you know, running through the fields weird world. That's the disclaimer. Okay, first I want to talk about my pits. I want to talk about my pits. The pencil and the stone, that's what it spells out. P-I-T-S, pencil in the stone, pits. I want to talk, that's the worst thing ever, which makes it, you know, good, because it, you know, I don't want to take myself too seriously. But my pencil in the stone, my journey, my journey has been, you know, as a kid I used to draw Con, uh, cartoon and comic book characters. I used to draw Super Saiyan 4 Gokus from Dragon Ball Z. I used to make up my own Dragon Ball Z characters. I used to make up my own Beast Wars, my own Transformers, my own G.I. Joes. I used to draw a lot of cartoons where I would learn uh, a style of a cartoon and then I would make up my own characters. The next path or uh, road that I took was one of art for music, either posters or merch. And then after that, 
I explored patterns and colors and filling spaces with all kinds of different lines and shapes. After that, I focused on work for kids, illustration for kids. Now, each part of the journey could seem disconnected. They could seem like different things or completely different uh, universes, but every one is a road that built on the last road. Every one was another brick in the wall of the pencil and the stone. The, each piece plays on the previous piece. Each piece is like a song in the album of your life. The album being the pencil and the stone. And my point today is that there is this old story. It's not a new thing. I'm not, I'm not, the pencil and the stone idea is not a new idea. It's a new interpretation. It's a new telling of an old story. And I think those are the best things because I think truth is as old as the universe. And the pencil and the stone is an, uh, an old story told in a new way. And you've heard it a billion times. And it's this, that the journey is the destination, right? Is that the pencil in the stone is not an end goal. It's not a destination out in the future. And I realized that I might have been confusing when I said you had to have one thing that you were shooting for. You had to have something out in the horizon that was very specific and you had to head towards that thing. And I gave you examples of different roads you could take. Like, for instance, at some point, I could have taken editorial illustration road. I could have taken kids' book road. I could have taken logo design road. I could have taken band merch road. I could have taken all these different roads. But each road is not a different pencil choice. Each road is heading towards the ultimate goal. What is the ultimate goal? That's what I want to talk about today. The ultimate goal is to be on the right path because the pencil is the path. The ultimate goal is to be as close to your center point as possible for as much time in your life. The, the center is the perfect balance between skills the things that you're really, really good at, the things that you're exceptional at, the things that when you do them, it's a natural extension of who you are and what your, your DNA says you are. Your passion, it's the center point between your passion and your skills. Your passion means you're doing work that you're obsessed with. There's a big demand. The demand in the market is the next point. That the work you're doing has found an audience. And if, you, and if you're here because you're a commercial artist, because that's what this podcast is about, making a living doing art, the demand is there are people who love your work. They're, they're willing to purchase it. They're willing to pay for it. They've, you've found a place in the market where people are connecting in a profound way to what you do, to the work you do. And that's balanced with, that outside demand is balanced with an inside calling. The calling means that the work that you're doing feels fulfilling. It feels meaningful. It feels purposeful. There's a why. There's a reason you're doing it. It propels you forward internally. 
the pencil in the path isn't the path, or the pencil in the stone isn't the path that you're on. It's not the work that, it's not the direction that you're headed. It's being in the center of those four things for as much time as possible. So the tower that you're running to, that metaphor that you're pointing everything towards going this, to this tower out in front of you, it's not a destination. The tower is a center point on the journey, is being on that path. The tower isn't up ahead. It's doing the work today that is the best balance of those four things. That is where you set your marker. You want to be in that point of perfect balance between these things. That's, that's, that's the thing. That's the one thing that you're heading towards. That's the specific point on the map. It's not a specific style. It's not a specific, uh, it's not even the road. The road is, the road, it's not even the road, the path that you take. It's not the direction that you go. It's, it's being in the center of those things. So I believe that I feel like people have come to me and reiterated to things that I've said, and I realize that maybe I could uncover this more. I could say it's not about only doing one thing exactly. It's not that you find that the, your pencil in the stone is kids' books, and then you do kids' books for the rest of your life, and you say no to everything else. No, you find, you look at all the possible opportunities and roads that you could take at this given time in your life, and you find which one in this season of your life keeps you in that center point balance of those four things between skills and passion, demand and calling. Whichever road is at the center point of that, whichever work you can be doing today, whichever direction you could be taking It's taking that direction and committing to that direction until it's no longer at the center of these points. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. I think that this idea, a good way to look at it is like, think of a big chunk of marble. And it's a big, perfect, rectangular box of marble. Formless, vague, means nothing. That's you at the beginning of your walk. That's the pencil in the stone. You have, you're looking at the block and it's very vague. And just like me at the beginning, you know, I was drawing all kinds of different cartoons. I was drawing all kinds of different logos. I was drawing all kinds of different things at the beginning. And it was all very vague. And it's like when you looked at it, you thought, hmm, the pencil and the stone could be drawing things. And so you hack away a little bit at the stone. And as different parts are revealed, you're like, hmm, it's not just drawing things. It's drawing things for bands, for music. When you look at the stone, you think, it's not just, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a man. The stone's going to be a man. And you cut a little bit more away. And you say, no, it's not just a man, it's a ninja. (laughs) It's a ninja. 
So you cut a little bit more away and you take a new road. And as you carve it away, you realize it's not just a ninja. It's not just a man. It's not just a ninja. It's not just a man ninja. It's a turtle ninja. (laughs) It's a ninja turtle. And so you cut away at that road. And then you reveal a little more. It's not just a man. It's not just a ninja. It's not just a turtle. It's a teenager. (laughs) So dumb. You keep cutting away. And it's not just a man, not just a ninja, not just a turtle. It's actually an orange turtle with nunchucks who makes jokes. It's it's Michelangelo. I don't know what I'm talking about. But my whole point is this. As you, every road you take towards your destination, towards that center point of these four things, it gets more specific. And every, every previous road plays on the new road. And it gets, and, and sometimes, like when you thought it was a man, you realized it wasn't a man, it was a turtle down the road. That meant that sometimes when you head towards a road, you think you're going to get to the tower on the road at the end of the road, but eventually it veers off to a different direction and you have to reevaluate your path. You have to go into a new season. You have to choose a new road. So for me, there was a time in my life when I thought I'm going to make work, uh, illustration and design for music for the rest of my life. But at some point I hit a dead end. And I had to realize I need to reevaluate the direction that I'm going. And so I did the matrix again, and I tried to plot out what's the next road that seems like the center point of skills versus passion, demand versus calling, and then take that road. And that's one more step. That's one step from man to ninja, from ninja to ninja turtle. From Ninja Turtle to the orange one named Michelangelo. He's my favorite turtle. Uh, So every step of the way, you're getting closer and more specific. And every step previous plays onto the new one. And you use things. and, And you use things from the past roads on the new roads. They all build on top of each other. Each one is a brick in the wall. I think what happens is eventually you walk further and further down the road. You get to the tower at the end. You get to the pencil and the stone, and you realize that the stone is empty. There's nothing in the stone, and the pencil has been with you the whole time. It's been pencil that you've been using to make the work the whole time. Now, another thing that I wanted to clarify and kind of push a little bit further is this idea that You do need to focus on your center point. You do need to decide what is my central desire? What is my central direction that I want to head? And you can do that with multiple styles. You can do that with a specific style. But you need to chart a path. I want to go this direction in the industry. It's basically choosing a market or uh, another lens that clarifies the type of work you do. As you head down that road... That doesn't mean that there aren't times for pit stops. If you think about this being some kind of long, epic journey, like your Frodo destroying the ring, there are times when there's an imbalance. You find yourself imbalanced, and it doesn't mean you have to take a different road ultimately, but it means that you need to make a pit stop. So there are times when 
you're on your journey and things get out of whack and the demand lowers on the spectrum. And now you're out of whack because the money's not coming in. So you have to make a pit stop and you have to do some work in a local village that's off the path. And as you do that, as you do that local work in the village, that's a little side thing that brings in some money. You can go get back on your path. And the cool thing is whatever you learn and take, usually I feel like if you want to get weird, get mysterious, when you win, you're, when the balance is imperfect and something stops you and you have to take a pit stop, it's not because things are going wrong most of the time. It usually means that there's something in that pit stop, there's something in that town that you need for the rest of the journey. And so it might manifest itself as you have to take a part-time job or you have to take uh, you know, on some work that doesn't perfectly fit the direction that you're going in. But if you discern in the moment and it feels like the right thing and you feel that imbalance or sometimes you're imbalanced, you feel like the money's all there, but the calling's gone and I need to stop and I need to meditate. I need to take a a breather, a sabbatical. And when you come back, the calling's fresh again because you understand why you're doing it. There are times when you have to make pit stops. It's not just about being doing that same thing forever and never pausing or never going and exploring some other territory. I think that the other side to this is that sometimes there's going to come a time, and it's not going to just be one day. It's going to be multiple days, days upon days upon days upon days. So don't just think, oh, the things are out of balance. I better go jump on a different road. That can be a lack of commitment to the direction that you've taken. And if you haven't committed, you're going to let the resistance of things trying to stop you and they're going to push you off the road and you're not going to do the work you're supposed to do because it's going to be hard. There are going to be things in the way. There are going to be days you don't feel like it, but you have to keep trudging forward. And that's why you need to commit for a season towards a direction. However, this is the disclaimer. There's going to come a time when a road that you've taken that's been right for days, months, years maybe, that have now, it's starting to head away from that tower. It's going the wrong direction. The tower's north, and it's starting to veer off east in too hard of a turn. This is when the balance is out of whack. You've never been more skilled in the work, but you've never cared this little. You've never been this... uh, You've you never had so little passion for the work. Or maybe you've never been, uh, the money's never been greater. The money is out of this world, but the calling's gone, completely gone, depleted. It's meaningless work now. Maybe you still feel extremely called to the work, but there's no money. There's no money at all to be found. So you have to do something different. These are the dead ends and these are the beginnings of new seasons. And that happens because there are multiple roads that take you to the end destination. So I realize that's a lot of like metaphorical speaking, but I'm really talking about commercial art. I'm talking about plotting your journey on the path 
to go the direction that you should go, where you find that center point, because I believe the ultimate goal is finding the center point of these four things. And the reason why is because I believe that that being smack dab in the middle of these things, that is the pencil in the stone. That is the purpose. That's the place you want to be. That's where you find the most fulfillment. That's when life is worth living. That's when art is worth being made for. It's that is, that's where you want to be. That's the ultimate goal is to stay in that zone. And there's different roads that keep you in that zone. And every uh, new season brings a different part of that path. And so you might have went to school for graphic design, but you got out of school and now the opportunities are leading towards illustration. You might have been in a band at one point and that was the pencil in the stone for you. That was the center point of these things. But eventually, you had to leave and become a type designer because that was, the, that was where the road was leading. And so I really think that this applies even as mystical and maybe epic as it sounds, which is, feels a little bit ridiculous because we're talking about drawing pictures. But I believe that for me at least, this helps me uh, stay in that zone and and the real value of it, what I found was the reason why this was such a big deal to me is that I was on the phone with a friend and I was getting all bent out of shape and he was like, I'm not really sure what it is you're struggling with because from the outside, it looks like you're doing great. And when he said that, I realized that I didn't know what this discontent thing was. I didn't know why I was aggravated with my path. And when I stopped and said, what is it that I'm shooting for? That's when I came up with these four different places in this center point of this and realized that is what I'm shooting for. I'm shooting for a place where I'm really exceptionally good at something and I also really love doing it. I'm shooting for a place where I internally feel pushed towards it, a calling towards it, but also when I do it, there's an audience that is excited about it. And it's, that's the place where I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find what is that work that I need to be doing. And when I found that work, that is the work that I love to do. That's the creative endeavors that I'm most interested in doing. It's when I feel like I'm right where I need to be. And that feeling is better than any feeling in the world for me. And it's not just about work. This thing, I'm talking about creative work and your creative career because that's what this podcast is about. But that center point actually has other components that have to do with your relationships and your family and your life outside of work. But we're just talking about work. I believe that there are basically three cornerstones to staying on the path. How do you stay on the path? Because I think the only thing that disqualifies you is staying home. That's the thing that disqualifies you. Making an effort to be in this center point, that's what counts. And I think there are three things that really, really help on this. Number one is a hunger. So never being stagnant. Never feeling like you've made it. Never always keeping your eyes peeled and your ears to the ground. What does this look like? I think it looks like always being curious. Always staying that way. I was talking with my friend Abe Vizcara and we're working on some collaborative work. He's a designer. And uh, 
he has this idea that um, one of the most important things about being a good artist is staying curious. And I totally agree. And I believe this looks like always, you know, every relationship, every new person you meet, you kind of see them as this is a possible angel in my life here to push me in more in the right direction, or I'm in the, in the place to push them in the right direction or vice or both at the same time as it usually is. It, it means that you're always keeping your ear to the ground. You're always listening. You're always looking out. You're always plotting your next steps for the next day. And while you're, while the, uh, your competition is sitting stagnant, thinking they've got it all figured out. You're thinking about what's around the bend. What's the next day look like? And excited about where is the next point. So I think hungry, staying hungry, is seems like it's a real cornerstone to the people that go on to live lifelong, successful, creative endeavors. Always, always thinking about that next uh, place always being cautious and noticing when the scales of skills versus passions and demand versus callings are starting to get out of whack. And I think the number two thing is humility. And I think if oil, sorry, if hunger is the oil, humility is the vinegar. I don't know why I always go back to this Italian dressing thing, but I like Italian dressing. Uh, So maybe that's why. These are the two things that working together, the hunger, the excitement, the drive mixed with the humility, always knowing that you could have taken the wrong path. You know, it's the pride of the rabbit that causes him to believe that he's won the race before he has and take a nap and lose the race. Humility always keeps you on your toes. It always keeps you in the moment, discerning. Am I still on the path? Am I still going the right direction? And knowing maybe I'm not. And I think if hunger is the oil and humility is the vinegar, then the bottle that holds these things in unison, <laughs> that holds the Italian dressing, is grace. I, I know that sounds ultra spiritual, but it's not. Grace is this idea that is if, if you're staying hungry and you're staying humble, then grace will make it so that nothing gets wasted. I've found so many times, right, that as I'm hungry, looking for the path, and I'm trying to be teachable and, and always learning, and even if I'm teaching, I'm also the student, if I'm always going that direction, if I end up on the wrong path at a dead end, it's the journey, the grace of the journey means that I find something on that dead end that puts me ahead of anywhere I could have ever been had I never taken a side road the wrong way. That's the grace. And that grace actually believing that even if I'm on the wrong path, there's gonna be, it's going to be used to my advantage in a way that I could have never been it'll help me go further than I could have ever gone had I never gone on that side road. If you, if you think like that, if you want to look at it in a logical way, what that means is it keeps you believing that everything you do, you're going to learn from and it's going to push you further, even if you're doing the wrong thing, means that you can always be confident about the work that you're doing. And if anything, if it's not magical grace, but it's just a, a way of believing that every effort you make is going to be 
worth something. It means that you can pour your all into each moment because nothing keeps you from doing great creative work like not believing in the work you're doing. If you don't think you can pass the test, you don't study at all. But if you think there's a chance and you think everything that I do in some way is going to help, if you believe that even if I meet a dead end, I'm going to find some treasure that's going to make it so that I can go further in my path than I could had I not gone down that path. If you hold the oil and the vinegar of humility and hunger together in the bottle of grace, I believe that is what keeps you on your path. That's what, if you do those three things, you can't be disqualified from the path. The only thing that disqualifies you is not moving, is staying still, is staying at your home. And we know that living things that don't grow and move decompose and eventually die. You know, this is super cheesy, but I really like this picture. I think at the, when you go and you're finding that center point and you're on your path and you're headed out and you're walking along and one day you finally get to the stone at the end the, where the pencil is supposed to sit, you're going to realize that the stone is, there is no pencil on the stone. And you're going to look back and that yellow brick road is the pencil. That, the, you look back, it's so ridiculous, that analogy, but the, you look back and the road is the pencil. The journey has been the pencil. That being on that path and that center point That's the goal in that the stone at the end is the grave. It's your, that's the end point. That's the end of your life. And you've been on the road, making the work, creating the the masterwork of your life of creative uh, output. And each step along the way built on the previous step. And so, yes, you take different roads, but ultimately they're cr- combining to create the masterwork. And that, that's the idea. And so I wanted to dive a little bit deeper because I felt like there was confusion. Like I was saying, you had to have this specific, like you only do this kind of work in this kind of way and, and, and you do that forever and ever. And I just realized that I wasn't being very specific about what I meant by having a clear destination. And I didn't mean having a clear destination like, yeah, I do think it's important to have a goal. I think it's important to commit to a road for a period of time. So I think it's important to say, hey, I want to do a logo for uh, a a giant corporation or whatever it is you want to do. I want to do that and I'm going to commit to that until I can do that. And I'm going to head that direction for a specific period of time. And I'm going to try to do it in this kind of way. And I'm going to, and as you go down that road, that the pencil and the stone isn't that goal. It's that this work is the center point of those four things. And in that center point, that's where you find fulfillment and excitement. And that's the place you want to be. That's the thing you're shooting for is the right road. It's not the end of the road, like boys to men into the road. I'm not, I almost sang it. I'm not going to, but that's my point. I hope that helps clarify some of this stuff. I hope that, uh, I hope this was a helpful episode. It was kind of a weird one. It was really kind of metaphor driven, but 
I really believe in this stuff and it's helped me a ton to get some clarity on what I'm trying to do and what it is. And when I realized this is what I'm shooting for, I'm, I'm finding the place where the demand and the passion and the skill and the calling all intersect in this one place. And when I'm in that place and all of that stuff is working together, that's where I'm like, yes, this is it. This is the destination. This is the, that's the place I'm trying to go. Okay. That's it for today. Thank you so much for the awesome iTunes reviews. You guys are awesome. It's helping the podcast grow into new audiences. And if this thing's helping you, then I'm hoping that you want that for other people. You know, I pictured myself and I thought creative people should be like the giant whales. You know, you want to be, you want to have a great, awesome, big career like in the ocean and you're, (laughs) but you're not out there trying to eat. You're not like the orca whales who are out there, killer whales. They go out and kill for sport and kill the other whales and all that jazz. You want to be like the big blue whales that just you know, peacefully graze upon the little like microorganisms, you know, and, and they're, they're the peaceful giants and they're out there. And I imagine they're leading the other, what am I talking about? (laughs) Just all I'm saying is that I think that, you know, I try to be, I have this idea of abundance of work, that there's an abundance of work out there. You just have to find the right stuff. And if you help other people do that, that you're better off for it. I really believe that. And so if you believe that, Go give iTunes reviews. Go share the podcast. And, you know, I think when you do that, you're actually helping yourself at the same time. So thanks, guys. Uh, Go check. Go do that Baron Fig. Uh, Go do your drawing for that and tag me in the Instagram. Go check out the Patreon. Thanks for your time. I will be back soon. And also for you $5 plus backers, I'm going to have a peppy talk out later this week. I will speak to you soon, and until next episode, stay pepped up.